Live from London and Toronto, this is the Hughes Goodman Podcast, recorded live, raw, and uncensored. The views expressed on this show are those of the individual speaker. All complaints will be directed to Jane and HR. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Hughes and Keegan Goodman. Good evening, or good day, depending on when you're listening to this. Hello, Uh, everybody. Jay's clinched a chance to get into the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah, you know what, let's... uh, uh, First off, happy uh, Rosh Hashanah to any of our... Jewish listeners, Shannon yeah, Tova. We, yeah, we should note we're going bi-weekly now for the next couple of months from the sounds of it. So we're off next weekend because it's Canadian Thanksgiving. We were off last weekend because it was Laurier homecoming. Sure, that's a good excuse. Uh, but we don't view Jewish holidays, unlike York University. Yeah, I figure it would probably be a day off there tomorrow, but it's not. Yeah. We're all there. I'll be yeah. at work. Um. Welcome to the show, everybody. As Keegan mentioned off the top of the show, we have the uh, Blue Jays uh, moving on to the AL wildcard. Now, I think they were over celebrating tonight. What do you think on that one, Keegan? I think I think they're 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 one of those teams where unless they're making the World Series, there's no reason to celebrate. Uh, they've been through this all last year with the same core group of guys. Last year, enjoy it. This year, fuck, it should be, let's have a nice Bud Light. Let's get in the zone to win the wild card game. Yeah, and like making it to the wild card game is not making it to the playoffs. It's a one-game chance at making the AL Finals. Yeah. Um, I think they were over-celebrating, and it was pretty embarrassing. They have the champagne bottles, and they got the goggles going, and I'm going... You are over-celebrating way too hard because nobody outside of Toronto cares about the wild card tonight. Yeah, and like if this was yeah if this was to clinch, uh, or even if it was you know just the end of a season, like sure, but no, the season's not over yet. But yeah, just don't celebrate making it to the wild card game. You can't. You used to be able to celebrate it when it was the wild card, but now it's the wild card game. The other thing I took out of tonight, um, it was David Ortiz's last, or Big Poppy's last uh, season home game in Boston. Yeah, um, he's still got a postseason, so. Yeah, so I, I feel like they were kind of dragging that out this week um, with his yeah, they, final season game. He's still yeah, got playoffs. Oh, fuck. I would love, love to beat him in his last game in Boston. Wouldn't that be something? I think that would be a beautiful thing to witness. Oh, I would love um, that. Th- I was shocked by the amount of Jays fans down at Fenway tonight. I um, hope Rogers sees this and is like, we need to keep the train rolling. There is no reason the Toronto Blue Jays can't be the fifth like highest spending team in the league. There's no reason. Nothing that should stop them from being a top spender year in, year out. And sure, you might get some duds with talent, but man, just keeping your good guys at home is what you should be focusing on. And then go get good talent. Go spend $100 million on that prize-free agent. Why not? As I've been saying time and time again on the show, just like a broken record, we need to drop Jose Bautista. By dropping him, we're saving huge money in salary. I think Encarnacion should be on the team next year. I agree. Um... Yeah, Jose. Uh, I would, 
I'd love if they could keep those guys, both of them. I do think Bautista does have a role on the team. Uh, not in right field, I think, as the designated hitter with Edwin at first. And Saunders playing left field, I guess, and Upton at right field, and Pilar at center field. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good little roster they could have going. Now, I have to admit that the, um, the Jays' front office tonight was pretty impressive in the fact that they already had um, postseason uh, merchandise up on the uh, Jays' uh, merchandise website within like 10 minutes of the Jays uh, oh. cinching a spot. They are way too ready for... Oh, could you October imagine? is not ours this year. <laughs> um, I, I'd love to know... Now it's always been rumored that the losing team stuff gets shipped off and or destroyed. Oh, it does. You see the pictures. I've never seen a picture. Like I've only ever seen parodies of like I've, kids in refugee camps wearing like Blue Jays Bills. 1994 World Series champions T-shirts. Or the, the Bills World Championship shirts from which year? <laughs> or the New England 19 and 0 shirts from 07? Uh, I'd love to see some of these. Honestly, I'd love to have like an ironic T-shirt that was for one of these teams that lost something. You know, Yo, Buffalo Bills four-time Super Bowl champion shirts would be great. That would be great to find, and I'm sure there's one floating around on eBay somewhere. If we could pick up some more sponsorship dough, I would buy one, and uh, you know what? I'd actually give it away to a listener of the podcast. Speaking of third world countries and terrible ideas, uh, breaking news out of Colombia tonight, because we're all about that breaking news. Um, Second time we the, broke news on this show. The They did a vote over a peace treaty with the rebels, and the people of Colombia said, nah, screw those guys, we're going back to war. Um, I it, like They turned down a peace treaty because they apparently hate these rebels so much. You heard it here from Keegan Goodman. And who heard it from CNN. So we're, we're re-breaking news. Could you, we, could we, could you, we've stooped to that level. Could you imagine, though, like, just, like, having, like, a referendum on, like, oh, like, should we keep doing that and, or, or stop? And it's like, no, we hate them so much, we are going to stay at war with them. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um Aren't we supposed to all be giving peace a chance? Isn't that uh, what our world's supposed to be doing? Yeah, we're also Canadian, and we're like, oh, let's not rock, let's not rock the boat, hey? Let's keep going on. I'm um, actually uh, speaking about Canadians in combat. I just saw that Canada is joining um, a UN coalition somewhere in Africa. I just briefly saw it. It's a French-led uh, fight, I believe. Um, France is currently somewhere in northern Africa fighting um, Al-Qaeda and Al-Qaeda sympathizing targets um, and Canada has recently agreed to assist them. Well, that's exciting. I know there's like some people you talk to, especially like in high school, I remember people were like, oh, let's get over there and fight. And I was like, go, go do that, man. Like, go join the forces because people join the forces because they want to go get into fights everywhere. I'm just checking... Uh, some details on that one so if Keegan you want to provide some filler on that I can uh, 
actually give us three. <coughs> oh, here we go. Um, so the Canadian, my phone died as I was pulling up the facts, but the Canadian forces are providing air support uh, to France in Northern Africa as they so fight like, Al-Qaeda targets. So they're flying up from like Italy or somewhere like that? Probably, I'd guess so. Maybe, I bad. don't know. I could, I could do that. Hang out in Italy, fly some planes, go back to Italy, fly some more planes. That would be the worst. Yeah, um, I was going to say, what other NATO UN ally would we have in that region? Well, yeah, well, hmm. speaking of Canada and Europe, we won the World Cup of Hockey. Nobody cares. I, you know what? Like, nobody really cared about it. It was one of those tournaments where everybody was like, eh, eh whatever. Like, the World Junior Hockey Championship gets way more uh, love and ratings than that World Cup did. So, I, I, I just didn't get the World Cup. Like, why do we have Team Canada, Team USA, and... Team North America. You know what? I thought like those teams were good. They made the tournament more competitive. Like nobody wants to see Norway get their ass whooped for like the fiftieth time. So Team Europe, Team North America, I thought were welcome additions. Um, it's just like I think the tournament actually wasn't long enough that people could care. Like if they had made it so that more teams had gotten through to like the knockout stages, then like you know if Team USA had gotten through because I think they would have, they would have been third place. That would have been good, and they could you know kind of work it out like that instead it was top two teams the tournament kind of wrapped itself up quick and yeah a lot of people the only thing i really cared about when it came to the tournament was that green day canceled their concert and they were replaced by the killers neither like when were the killers last relevant 2008 i love them Uh, what was that album sam's town i believe great album some great tunes on there but really the killers haven't been relevant in a long time. Like, I'm when expecting them to become. Well, I, I guess Green Day pops <laughs> up every once in a while. No, Green Day hasn't released a good album since like Dookie. But you know, like American Idiot came out like 12 years ago. Yeah, that's true. Um, Green Day, I guess, is another dead horse. But like, I'm expecting due. the killers at least will uh, have a residency in Vegas. Um, Green Day, who, who knows? They're probably protesting something that they think they can mobilize you Bill, about. Billy Joel Armstrong is coming out with a movie basically about what would happen if Billy Joel Armstrong didn't get famous. I think that's the premise he, of the movie. He'd probably be the guy working behind the counter at 7-Eleven. I think that's what he does, and then he wants to be a rock star still. I don't know. I forget the trailer. It's just like Google Billy Joel Armstrong movie, and it's there. And I saw it and was like... This is Billy Joel if he's not famous and trying to act. Billy Joe, not Billy Joel. Billy Joel was, would just be a fat guy who plays piano. No, oh, it's wait, Billy, he is now. No, it's, is, it, is it Billy Joe Armstrong or Billy Joel Armstrong? Billy Joe Armstrong. Oh, sorry, Billy Joe Armstrong. Billy um, Joel. Speak, speaking about other movies fantastic. right now. Wow, he's also fat, balding. Probably. He's a manic depressant, I think. You know who's in Former great shape and is like from that but generation? But always had hot wives. Who? Bruce Springsteen. He's still in great shape. He's like 65. The boss is the boss. Like three hours. It is pretty impressive. Um, just while we were on the topic of movies there for a second, I just watched the um, 
Oh, man, I'm bombing on the name. Amanda Knox movie on Netflix. Oh, I saw it. I'm watching Luke Cage right now, so. So, what I found interesting was she actually appeared, and she represented herself. But the weird part was she never talked about her time in jail and never talked about, like, what she's doing with her life now. Those are things I want to know. Like, I don't really, like, I kind of follow this story on CNN. Like, I kind of know what's happening there. I want to know what was it like in Italian jail. I I don't know. I want to know what she's doing with her life right now, but... Oh, it was kind of weird. Like, they they gave hints, and, like, they show her. Like, they don't say what city or state she's living in, obviously, but they cut to her, and, like, she's, like, in a kitchen with three cats, and she's looking kind of rough now. I, I honestly think she's probably a recluse. Well, like, I don't know. Like, who do you, how do you make friends, right? That's why famous people don't have, like, non famous friends they meet because their friends, they have their friends from, like, before being famous and then famous friends because you don't trust people. But, spoiler anyway, the movie pretty much shows that she pretty much had no involvement in her roommate's murder in Italy. But, yeah. it was crazy just watching this eight year trial pretty much go on. Where she'd be found guilty, then would be um, acquitted, then would be found guilty, and then was acquitted, and then it eventually makes it to the Superior Court in Italy, which was kind of cool. Worst road trip ever. Worst road trip ever. I think she was on exchange, wasn't she? Yeah, so she was an exchange student from the United States, uh, was living with a British girl and two Italian girls, um, and then the British girl was found murdered one morning oh what happened to her like how did they kill her uh they got pretty graphic into that and they actually showed like her body lying on the floor um her throat was slit and they also found a few other weird wounds Ooh, that's hardcore it's a hard that's like you really want to kill somebody if you're gonna do that there there was some other weird stuff that was going on like somebody left a poop in the toilet like they just took a dump and left? Yeah, and they think that was the guy who murdered her did that. Like, why wouldn't you flush? You're worried about waking people up? Yeah, like, I, I didn't get it either. It was kind of weird. That's one of the major pieces of evidence, actually, in the case. Did he, did he wipe? Questions I didn't ask while watching it. These are questions I would ask. But the the other weird part was... So she describes like going home. So Amanda Knox was at her roommate's or at her boyfriend's place for the night. Comes home in the morning. She sees um, some blood in the sink and she's like, uh, whatever. Somebody just cut themselves. Gets into the shower, gets out and sees blood on like the bath mat. And she goes, oh, somebody definitely cut themselves. That's kind of weird. And then she sees this turd floating in the toilet. What I want to know is how did she not smell it? Ooh, that's true, because it, like, yeah, because it'd be percolating all night. Yeah, and, like, even the blood, like, how did she not smell the blood? I don't know. These are more questions than answers. I, I, I'd I love to see, um, like, somebody like Serial take on that case. I think that would be interesting, because there is, when it comes to DNA and physical evidence in the case, did she do it? No. But when it comes to circumstantial evidence, yeah, she could have. Mm. And I feel the documentary was very uh, weighted towards her, 
not doing it. Well, yeah, but every documentary is going to have its bias. Exactly, and I, I'd love to see somebody else take an approach on this. I think it would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, you know, another topic we should be talking about, and this was like everybody was talking about this last week, the debate. The debate was great. Um, like, it was, I think it actually lived up to the hype. If I could say something about it, it was much ado about nothing. Like, I felt Wrong. that... Well, yeah, exactly. I felt that nothing Wrong. was actually Wrong. said on Wrong. either party. It was Wrong. literally just shots fired back and forth. Wrong. Wrong. Like, there's lots of things said. Lots of things about stuff. Hillary was poking the bear. Donald was just, I am the best. Yeah. Did you hear about his 1995, I think this is 1995 tax returns? Got released yeah, for today. like negative 625 million. No, I believe earnings. 918. Oh, 900. Million. He Even basically, better. there's talk that he may have not paid taxes for like 20 years. Yeah, I, I heard something where he hasn't had to pay taxes since because his return was so poor. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like, you hear that, and you're just like, oh, so Donald Trump is the person that he's been complaining about since, like, Obama took office. The but person not paying their fair share of taxes. Allegedly, though, he made 50000 per episode of The Apprentice. So it's like, even then, the guy was making bank, you know? Yeah. Um, and when he even did make the comment... I didn't. I don't pay taxes because I'm smart or something. It was like an offhanded comment like that. Yeah. I kind of see it. That <laughs> that would have sunk Romney if he had done it. Oh, definitely. With the Donald, it's just like it happened. Like, just I don't think it's you. People just I don't think can comprehend the stupid, and everybody's hating on Hillary, and it's just like. Hillary is, like, nothing compared to this guy. And I know there's going to be people out there who think Donald is the greatest and Hillary's crooked Hillary and a liar. But if you look at, like, it, she did nothing illegal. And literally, the stuff he's done, it's not illegal, but it's just terrible leadership. I'm just excited for the morning of November 9th when we know who the next president of the United States will be. Oh, I think we've both agreed it's probably going to be Hillary Clinton, barring some catastrophe. Yeah, unless something happens within the next month, really. You know what would be the worst, though? Well, it would be the greatest if Hillary had to drop out and then Joe Biden got to take over as president, like the presidential candidate. Who would America choose to be their next stepdad, Tim Kaine or Joe Biden? Oh, Joe Biden, of course. Like, Tim Kaine would just be like, oh, I want them to love me, but they can't love me like they love Joe I, I think that would be like probably the best case scenario right now. Oh, Joe Biden would be like, he'd walk up into, he'd walk into the Oval Office and be like, Barry, you got to move your stuff. It's, it's my turn. And then he'd just go around hugging everybody. He'd only do one term and then we'd be back to this catastrophe again. Um, I don't know if four years would be enough for the GOP to rebound. Oh, Oh, but if Trump gets elected, could you imagine that, though? Could you just imagine, like, everybody sitting there being like, oh, my God, it's real now? I feel like he'd be a one-termer. I don't even know if he'd get to one term. Like, he's 
asking for some type of payback. He needs some sort of good handler. I think it's, like, t- it's time for uh, Rummy to come uh, back out of retirement. Oh, Rummy. Rummy's just... You love Rummy, don't you? Oh, I love Rummy and Chaney. Oh, Chaney. Um, oh, the, I like the cockroaches. They just stayed life. around forever. Like, Chaney should have... Like, he has... He's on, like, his third heart right now. Impressive. Could you imagine that? Like, he didn't have one heart transplant. He's had two heart transplants. That is kind of shocking. And I'm willing to bet one of those people that died for Chaney was a Democrat. Poetic justice, I guess. Do you know what, though? Chaney is pro-gay rights, so he's got that going for him. Oh, he does. I'm pretty sure because his daughter's a lesbian, but still. That's kind of cool. Um, I actually have a random today I learned about presidents of the United States. You ready for this they, one? Is it that they can't drive? They can't drive on public roads after yeah. being president. I, I think knew? I read that, and it didn't make it clear why they couldn't drive. It was just like the Secret Service didn't want them driving. Okay, how about this one? Today I learned, in 1679, the Habeas Corpus Act was only passed in Parliament because its supporters jokingly counted a fat lord as 10 votes, and the opposition never noticed. <laughs> I think that's great. They're like, oh, fat guy over there, he's 10 people. Ugh. That post-revolution British Parliament, it was a thing of beauty. I'm trying to find out who the fat guy was, so I'm looking through that right now. Probably like Winston Churchill's long-lost relative. Uh, hold on. Norris being a man. I'm reading a lot here. Okay, so um, so two guys were the tellers, um, so the guy who's supposed to count. And a very fat lord came in. Lord Grey counted him as 10 people as a joke at first. But then uh, this guy, Lord Norris, on the other side didn't observe it. So he went on with the misreckoning of 10. And it was reported that there were, for the bill, uh, were in majority. Though indeed it went for the other side. And by this means the bill passed. Huh. Huh. That crazy Lord uh, Grey. Um... Just, just, just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Um, today I learned. Okay, I have a question for you before yep. we go into our main topic. So I've been watching some Casey Neistat videos. I know you love him. Yep, big fan. Does he just walk around with the camera like that and just like awkwardly look at it, and then people like, how does he not get into more accidents? So the reason he actually wears those sunglasses all the time know, is so he can that. look around. Yeah. But, but like, it is shocking that he doesn't get in more boosted board crashes or walks into poles. Um, it does happen. Like He'll admit he's like, oh, yeah, I was trying to fly my drone and ride my uh, boosted board, and I crashed, and I broke my watch and my wrist. Yeah, because he's doing like a lot of drone stuff now, and I'm like, how do you get that shot? So, yeah, with the DJI Phantom 4, it can actually – so it uses GPS – and the way it works is it will actually follow you. So okay. that's how you can often do these shots where you're driving in a car or on a bike or something. You just kind of have to have the control open and the drone will follow you. Hmm. 
Um, the <laughs> one I am excited for, though, uh, which drone is it? There's like three that got released in the past few weeks. There's a new one from GoPro. There's a new one from DJI. Um, the DJI one, I believe, doesn't even need GPS, and it can just like hover on location, which is kind of cool. That's the one he's using, I believe. Yeah, and then GoPro also has a new one that's out or coming out in the next few weeks, um, which is small, but it's not just a drone. It's also um, a stabilizing gimbal as well, mm. which is kind of cool. <laughs> Will I be running out to buy them? No, I'm happy with the drone I have right now. And they're a lot harder to fly than they make them look on YouTube. Oh, yeah. If... If any of you have followed my adventures on Snapchat or Instagram, you'd know. I crash the thing and I lose propellers all the time. Are they easy to replace? Yeah, so mine came with like, I think, eight extra propellers. And like, they just kind of snap on. But like, if it crashes hard, they go flying and like, you lose them in the grass or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, well. See, I, I, I feel like drones are good like to have fun with but i don't think i could spend like a thousand dollars just to have something i'll mess around with a couple times no and i think that's what the issue has become with them is that they really should stay as a pro photography pro videography tool um and they've just been available even at the apple store for somebody to go and buy and it's just like will the average person use it more than once a week? Can, no. It's kind of like a gimmicky thing. Yeah, like you have to be in the right place and time to use it. Yeah. Mine, I get out once, twice a month. A few times if I'm flying it inside and just practicing. Yeah. That's how I took down the Christmas tree last year. So probably not a good idea. <laughs> um, speaking of great holidays, so... Uh, Western, the University of Western Ontario. I refuse to call it just Western. Uh, it's Google now it called Western it. University, actually. Yeah, yeah. Google it as the University of Western Ontario. That's where the great stories about it are. Um, they had a m- fake homecoming yesterday. Oh, no. So their homecoming, I think I mentioned this on like a previous pod. It got moved to like October 30th. So like midterm season, it's colder, Halloween. Because they want to curb the excessive drinking, the debauchery, the general tastelessness um but and then a bunch of students were like nope western screw you we're gonna have it the day we were supposed to have it so i was on bra broaddale 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 whatever yep. street it is i actually drove through it at like nine ten o'clock in the morning and they were already coming out not like true homecoming where they started at like eight but they were getting ready to go yeah so homecoming's always been an interesting thing in canadian culture um, really does come from the U.S., but um, some background on this one. Many schools um, have claims that they held the first modern homecoming, including Baylor, Southwestern, Illinois, and Missouri. But the NCAA, Trivial Pursuit, Jeopardy, and the American TV show NCIS actually give the title to the University of Missouri's 1911 football game, during which alumni were encouraged to attend. Since then, it's become a big day of drunken debauchery, um, especially in Canada. Um, I had a lot of friends say, hey, are you coming coming back to homecoming? And I go, nope, not really interested in 
hanging out with a bunch of 18 year olds who suck at flip cup and shouldn't really be drinking anyway well you know what the issue is too is that you already know like everybody that you're gonna see you already keep up with them on facebook like there's nobody i would have been like oh hey i haven't seen you in a while i would have been like oh yeah you're on my facebook i see you like pop up you're doing that that's pretty cool okay moving on plus did i want to spend the money to drive out there probably spend the money on a hotel room because i don't want to be sleeping on somebody's couch spend all this money to drink outside in a backyard with a bunch of kids and then go to a canadian university football game not really and the problem is everybody leaves at halftime exactly because everybody's too drunk at that point or starting to feel hungover and Laurier does a good job of always making it so they're scheduled with a shit team so the game's over at halftime. Exactly. And I don't know, it's just not appealing. Like, as a student, it was great. It was, oh, it's coming, it's going to be fun. But yeah. now, looking back, I go, nope, I'm okay. Oh, a joke was made that the fact that homecoming got moved is probably the first time Western students will ever protest over something. <laughs> now... Uh, University of Western Ontario or Western University, for those of you who aren't from Ontario, um, has been rated in Playboy as one of the top party schools in North America. Um, I don't know what else to say on that. What do you have to say about Western? It's right down the street from you. It's far enough away. Uh, It's out of sight and out of mind for me if I'm not down on Richmond Street area. I don't even really think of it as being there. Like, I, I don't know, I'm busy with, like, school. Like, I go to, like, college, which a lot of people are like, oh, you must have tons of time to do whatever you want. And I'm like, no, it's, like, a 60-hour week in terms of learning for me. So, like, I have friends that go downtown, and they're like, oh, yeah, Western. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. Sorry, it's not the response you wanted, but, like, uh, Western's out of sight and out of mind for me. I did some work for their response team. That's about it. Yeah, I'm looking for something interesting to say about Western. Um, I know it has, or it was at one point, the largest student residence in North America. Um, it's got a... Soggy and Maitland, which no one has the zoo. Yeah. Um, I know it's, it's one of those schools that's got, like, a decent academic reputation. It's not one of the considered, like, the cream of the crop in Canada, but it's considered like, you know, a higher than average standard. But also uh, has the culture of being um, one of the largest party schools. So in I feel North like it, it, it plays into those people that say I work hard and play hard. Oh, I hate that mentality because I know it's just people that are like, I don't, it's not work hard, play hard. It's I get all my stuff done and I do it as fast as I can because I want to go drink more. Um, I also do know it has a pretty large Greek life system, uh, which we were critiquing a few weeks ago on the show. Uh, speaking of that, I drove by uh, one of my buddies. He's got a, like all like all the guys from his high school now run like their Greek one of their Greek life chapters. I think it might be Sigma Chi. At like their house, they have like a tent in the back for this like homecoming party, but their house is on it's on Rideout Street, and it's a solid like. I'd say five kilometers away from Western. Like, it's so far away from the main campus. I was going to say, one of my good friends, I probably shouldn't say too much, um, just to keep her in the clear, but uh, 
she is heavily involved into the Greek system, and I actually got to visit uh, the said sorority house. And I was rather impressed by how close it was. And it was like a historic home, and it was a pretty sweet place to live. Um, so, yeah, she'll be listening to this, and will probably give me crap for mentioning <laughs> that later, but it was yeah, a relatively cool place. I don't think it's like that in Canada. Like, I don't think I've ever seen, seen like a Greek life house in any of like the institutions I've been at or like lived near where I've been like, whoa, it's so nice. It's so close to campus. It's always like, oh, this is kind of run down. I think this is the closest to an American style one I've seen in Canada other than you have a few on like the U of T campus, which are in the heart of the campus. But I will uh, talk to you on the side after we're done recording and I can let you know which one it is to take a look out for it or if you go to western uh, you probably already know what i'm talking about but oh i finally get to be on the inside of a joke oh i'm so excited yeah we're talking all about inside jokes today on today's episode um but yeah no i think that's i feel bad but i think we've run out of stuff to talk about it's sunday night this is like a new it was like a really newsworthy sunday night between columbia and well the colombian people playing in the major league baseball system um it's been busy for that, but usually Sundays are kind of quiet news days, and then shit hits the fan Monday. Yeah, sorry to our normal listeners. We're going to try to keep pushing out uh, quality content that you've known to love. Um, there are still people downloading us on iTunes, so shout out to anybody who is new uh, to the channel and has been listening. Um, we're going to try and put out bi-weekly um, and have all kinds of new content for people who continue to listen to the show yeah it's hard it's hard when this is not your full-time job hanging out talking about stuff all day and having school and all that other stuff going on yeah exactly it's uh it's a tough road but hopefully within the next nine ten months uh keegan and i will be in the same town and it will be a bit easier to get together and Ooh, record podcasts doing, more regularly could be doing doubles or something like that that'd be the dream yeah you know what try and get keegan to move into the same condo building as me i think that would be pretty sweet oh that would be our girlfriend my girlfriend would hate that i don't know about your i, I was my gonna say that. uh we know keegan's girlfriend doesn't listen to the show but uh i did offer to help her find a place to live she's, yeah, she's uh she's gonna take you up on it she's uh she's got other stuff she's dealing with right now with training and stuff like that but i will secretly uh show her condos in my building and not say i live there yo just slide into her dms when we're done this slide into her dms okay if, if you guys are on instagram sh- should we do this to her i don't i feel like no I, don't don't i was gonna just send everybody who list uh, anybody who what are our fans called what are our listeners called do we have a phrase for them the hughes goodmaners hgers if you listen no. to the podcast, what do you want to be referred to as? A bored Offense. person who's friends with us? A fan? Somebody that likes free content. Tens, tens of fans? Let us know. Tweet at us. At Hughes Goodman. Um, I think that's about all we have for this week's show. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening to this last five minutes of filler. Yeah. Uh, and if you guys have any suggestions for content that you want to see in the future, or you feel like you can talk about something better than we can, We'll have you on the show. Email us at HughesGoodmanShow at gmail.com. 
As always, I am Mr. Al Hughes um, on Twitter, and you can find Keegan at Keegan Goodman. This has been the Hughes Goodman Show. Have a good night, everybody. Bounce.